When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D, Marky Davison from Steeler Nation Australia represent. How you doing, mate? Mate, episode 245, I believe. This is our, is it, is it 245? Because it feels like it. And I still can't get this morning thing right. It looks like I just woke up because I did just, I just, just did just wake up. Jesus, Louises. Uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's a sprightly Saturday morning after a big wedding last night. Yeah, so, yeah. You, what did you do? Had a few sherbets out that way or what? Had a few sherbets, had a few sherbets, had a couple of drinks, as they say in the US. Got the, got the Gatorades. <laughs> do the, do the, uh, yeah, our American, American listeners know what sherbet means? You did do it as a sling in the slang back when we were yeah. doing that segment last so, season. I think you Go and do your homework season. and go back to episode 50, all right? And go have a look. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it just means beverage, a few sherbets. <laughs> no, not even a teasing segment anymore. It's just like, <laughs> this is what it is. Um, Carson oh. Wright says, here we go. J-Devil's first in the live chat as always. Um, oh, classic. Cody's in there. Good to see Cody. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a weird, as we kick this off as well, because some people are going to listen to this. Obviously, we're going live right now. It's Friday night in the US with a lot of our listeners are based. Um, you know, we do have the audio side and you guys listen to us after the show airs. So it's, we're kind of, this is a weird time. Like the week when you have the Thursday night is always a little bit weird because we go live on the Friday night. So we're kind of reviewing the game. 
But usually our show, we talk about the week before and we look at week the week to come. And so it's kind of a really weird week because we've already done half of that sort of show and had that massive reaction therapy session that we had last week. If you missed that and you're feeling frustrated about the Steelers, go back and listen to that. Um, quite, quite a, I guess, uh, so yeah, it was therapeutic to say the least. And so now this week, Mark and I have sort of had a bit of a, a week or so to digest uh, everything that went on against the Browns. You've heard lots of different storylines out of the Steelers. Um, the Jets are going to be a tougher challenge than I think a lot of people realize. And I think it's a, I think they're a big challenge. I mean, they beat the Browns. So you've got to say they're yeah, a better team than the Browns um, at this point. But I kind of guess, Mark, looking back at everything that went wrong on last Thursday night, do you feel, do you feel like the Steelers can get it right this week? No. <laughs> do you want me to expand on that? Yeah, please. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They can't. This is this is. I'm been so hopeful over the last forever, right? But uh, in in a short answer, I don't think they can because in, in, in it's, it's until they do. Because I'm kind of sick of this narrative of. You know, we we've got to turn up. We've got to trust the plan. You got to everyone's got to buy in. Should have bought in. I think you said off air to me. Should have bought in weeks ago. You know, I I, I don't think that Trubisky can get it done. I don't think that that Kelly can get it done. And this Jets team, this Jets team is a good team, right? Red, uh, led by Robert Sa- Salaha, what his name is. He he he's the coach who wants to go out there and play. He's always on the sidelines, look like he wants to suit up and play. Um, they're an they're an aggressive team. They got. Young Zach Wilson, I think the only way the Steelers can, I think, can win this game is is running the football and, and attacking, um, making Zach, uh, you know, run around in circles and, and get him on the dirt. Other than that, if I don't see Trubisky winning this game, I really don't. I, I think, I think if you wanted to say, you know, it's a it's a working offense and it's a new offense, I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, come on, man, you're you're a veteran quarterback and you have you have some guys have been playing the league a long time, Claypool, Deontay. Got Muth in his second season. There needs to be more. There needs to be things happening, and it's just not happening right now. I know it's negative to say, and it is, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I hope they win. I really do. But at the same time, uh, I haven't seen any real, any real progression in three games this this year, and I haven't seen much from last year either. Right? Mm. Good off season, I think, from Omar Khan getting all the players together. We're wasting our defense. Um, you talked about on War Room that the Steelers are holding the possession of like twenty four minutes a game. You can't win games like that. You just no. can't. You give the opposition 36 minutes, you can't win games. So, bit of a reality check. I I, I don't think they can they can they can turn around now. Now, is it going to be uh, a game where it's 16, 10, 16, 13, possibly? But Jets are in this game, man. And in in years past, this would have been called a trap game, right? It's no trap game uh, this week because we're both bad. Well, I don't no, think there's any. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think there's trap games at all anymore for the Steelers. Can't be. They're not good enough. They're not playing well enough to have trap games. <laughs> they're favorite too. They're, they're, I think they're a, a four-point favorite or something at home, which they should be. But this Jets, if the Jets run the ball exactly the same way the Pats did and the way the Browns end the game, and the Steelers can't get to the field. And they can. They've got a one-two they punch. Can. Brees Hall, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, mate. Like, that is a one-two punch. If they do that um, and the Steelers can't get off the field or can't hold possession – I think in the th- second half was the Browns. They they what had four drives and then three drives were minus were minus nine yards, three and out, three and out, three and out. So yeah, I, I'm kind of sick of the talk. I really am. And this is a, this is building a building frustration of the last two to three years 
with Big Ben's ending and the new the offensive coordinator changing all the time. Um, you know, is it is it doing might be doing Tomlin a little bit too, right? He's the head coach, but nothing seemed to change in the culture. It just seemed like what you walk out there, you get all pumped up, and next minute they don't do anything, they don't show up to games. And I can see this happening again. If the Steelers go out there and lose one and three, you have a gauntlet to run. Gauntlet, Buffalo, Bucks, Philadelphia. Um, who's the other one? Dolphins. Or without Tua now. Also, prayers of Tua. That was a that was an unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I know. I sick, saw that. Sick, that was... Sickening, <sighs> sickening injury. Uh, reminded me of Chase year. Was terrible. Right. Prayers to him. I just just saw it again on the highlights. But this is this is a, this is a tough squad. Um, the, the Steelers need to pull their finger out and and, and find their identity. They've been talking about their philosophy for two years, and it, it, it's nothing's changed really. You know, new players come in there. I like what the offensive line's doing. I like what the running backs can do. They they, they established a run the first half, and then they they, they abandoned it and they went away. So mm. that's a, that's my answer, I guess. <laughs> no, I like it. It's good. I like that little monologue. Um, yeah. Look, you talked about a lot there, and we we got to, we got to unpack a lot of that. Um, but I think. I think you're right in terms of well, all of it, really. But what's that? What's that cultural change? What's that shift that's got to occur, right? Because you, you know what really ups, you know what really upset me in the aftermath of last week's game, not just the stats and the loss. Mitch Trubisky swapping jerseys with Kareem Hunt. Now yep. I prefer not. I'm not I don't I'm know not why you do that. Stuff, I don't know what you man. do with. I don't. I don't know why you do it with Hunt. What he's done off the field. Uh, uh-uh. but number two, none of this swapping jersey stuff. Yeah, right? man. It's not like he's your brother. It's not like it's not like the Edmonds brothers, right? Like I get that, right? Even if they if they lose a game, I get like when they lost against the Bills, I get the swap. At least they're brothers. It's a family thing, whatever. Or there's a milestone game if it was the Watt brothers, whatever. Like, but I'm sorry, don't go. That, that that's not the spirit. You gotta take you gotta take it seriously. It's like what you said last week. You gotta come off that field. And be pissed off, like be angry, like yeah, they're not, man. That, like that's the why fan think, bases, and they're not, they're not. No, that's why I think a lot of this stuff too, and, and the money does get involved too, because they're getting paid a lot of money, right? So is the passion there, like the guys played back in the day, and that's a bit, that's a real topic. Because I saw the other day, I saw uh, who was it, Buff, the Buffalo Bills um, quarterback Josh, and another guy who was the other dude they verse or someone, and they were almost hugging. Josh Allen and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Tua? They were hugging, dude. I'm not gonna go hug my opponent like that after. Shake his hand, say thank you. But it was like in an embrace, man. It was weird. I don't know what was going on. With I get that, if, but... like, look, I get if you know, um, like Juju, right? If if KC came and played in, in Acrisure, right? I get that. Like you're one year out of the team, you know, you've got all your mates, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? These don't do it on the field. There's locker rooms. I was going to say, do yeah, it there, yeah, right. It's all changed now. But as soon as you lose, you should. It should be more like the old days. You should be marched off. Like other, if you, maybe you've got to do warm down stuff, whatever. But you should go into that dressing room, and the after the coaches should shake hands. Maybe shake hands the player that's standing next to you when the game ends. But you walk off that field and you go in the dressing room and you start the debrief, because like the one thing that makes the most military successful in the world, they talked about this. A lot, but like different, you know, ex special forces soldiers across all the different, you know, Western armies, and they all say the number one thing we do is we debrief, right? Now I know this team debriefs and watches film and has the, you know, position rooms and everything that happens during the week, but you got to you got to start that when the loss is hurting and burning, and to me, stay on the sideline, 
you know, or, or standing on the field and swapping jerseys and having a laugh. It's just well, that's that's why I think it's a lot different now because you know, you know, you and I didn't grow up in the seventies or whatever. When I was like, they were working two jobs and I was still playing football, getting yeah. paid some money, going out there and playing. Right now, it's like the the the, the players are earning big bucks, like Claypool. All these guys got podcasts on the side, Cameron Haywood, all these dudes, right? Um, they got uh, you know extra work like that. And is I know that when they're out in the field, of course they're they're passionate, but it's 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 just I think the the mindset of the fan hasn't changed. You want to go out there and win. You want to support your team, right? See them go out there and do the best they can. I know they're people too because we saw with the tour injuries. He's a person, and I get that, and it's horrible. But there's but it's like what element. I said last week. But it's like what I said last week. Sorry, like I don't, I don't want to interrupt you on this one. But it's like what I said last week. When you're winning, this stuff doesn't matter. But when no, you're true. losing and you're lo- and you don't look like you're competing, which brings me to the second point that I wanted to get your your um, views and insights on as well. There's a lot of talk this week about Mitch Trubisky and versus Kenny Pickett. I'm in the Pickett camp. I don't care what anyone says about like throwing the, the quarterback to the yeah a quarterback to the Wolves. He was first round draft pick. The O line's playing better than anything else. Like the, the fact of the matter is, right now the Steelers aren't playing offense long enough, probably for him to get injured. <laughs> it's just like that's the reality of the situation. However, all the different things. Then I've heard the, the feedback of, particularly on the, the day after, yeah, it's on the Friday after Thursday night's game against the Browns. People were saying, you know, well, the good thing about Trubisky is he doesn't throw a pick six. Well, yeah, he doesn't throw a pick six as I talked about last week because he is not trying to win the football game. And like, you know, Pedro on Facebook says put Mason in. I, I, I said, remember I said that last week, and I, whether it was off air or on air with you, that exactly that, if Pickett's not ready, put in Mason, because at least he can stand in the pocket and make a throw, right? And, and all over the field. But it got me thinking this week, when I did War Room, as you said earlier, I, did, I focused on time of possession for the first half of the show. And the Steelers have won 19 out of 23 games, drawn one and only lost three when they've dominated time of possession the last three seasons. They haven't dominated possession or even held the majority of possession at all this season. And Trubisky is not throwing... Trubisky is not going to win you football games. He is in there right now as a don't lose us football games. Hmm. I see different with Kenny Pickett or I see the potential different with Kenny Pickett. But also, even if Kenny Pickett, they said in your rookie year, it's like, Ben, just don't kill us. Fine. But the league is also different to what that plan was with Ben. The league now... You got to put up points. You have to. I mean, I stopped. Gone. I stopped watching the. I, I, I had to go off and do other things yesterday. So I had the. I, at one point, I had the Miami Miami Bengals game in the background. When I saw the end score, I was shocked that the Bengals scored the, like two. T- like there were another two mm-hmm. TDs late, just because the flow of where that game was going. But teams can very quickly put up thirty points. I mean, the Jets, the team we all laugh at, the team we're playing this week, they put up thirty. One of 32 points a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Browns. So I'm sitting there. This team's lucky to put up 16 points. And with no TJ, yeah, what? They're not holding the other team to that. So a, this is where like, Trubisky, it just doesn't make sense. And I know it, people are probably sick to death of the quarterback position, but maybe you're not because it's a, such a vital cog in a wheel that's not spinning. He's meant to be the leader, meant to be the captain. And, and right now, like, I, you know, um, M Marcus 39 says, what do you guys expect from a new complete, a new offense and new quarterback? I, I would counter that, that question or argument and say, it's been happening since last year with big Ben. It's been the exact same offense and you, you can't tell me otherwise. 
It screens, reverses, and it starts to flow. It goes well, right? It goes well. And then you, you do a nice pass to DJ in a good run, and then he goes and throws a screen and goes backwards and loses whole – I call it the bipolar offense. It goes well. You're up and down. You're up and down. Oh, a nice play and a terrible play. And you're like, what? There's no, there's no flow to it, man. And we are. Like, Matt Canada can't get around it. We are one of the worst offenses in the league, scoring, what, 14 points a game. You have to score at least over 21 to, to try and win these games. Because then you got to, then the defense got to hold the teams who are under twenty one to have a chance. And now coming into the big games, after let's you know if I push past the Jets, say we win, you got Buffalo Bills, Tom Brady, Philadelphia Eagles, with Jalen Hurts. There's no way you there's no way this team right now is a work in progress, right? And people are saying, oh, you know, it's only uh, at least it's only week four, well, and there's a lot of season. We get that. So what? But but, like- but, so what? It's week four. They could be one and three. <laughs> And look at the stretch they've got coming up, man. It's, it's the hurt, NFL. Man. There are oh, 17 boy. games. Every game counts. Like, and and also like, and Marcus, it's like, um, says, and it's these are fair. Look, these are fair, uh, you know, um, discussion points, and and it's great. Like, we love this contribution, by the way. We're not, you know, we think it's fantastic. But you see, like he and Marcus says from YouTube, what what did you guys expect from a completely new offense and new quarterback? Well, as Mark, you said there, the offense is not that new. It's just that there's more being installed from it. And a new quarterback, fine. But this is what you're meant to iron out in the preseason. And this didn't look, it didn't look great in the preseason. preseason. The only person that looked good in the preseason that was running the offense, like Mason Rudolph did a right against, you know, second and third stringers. But Pickett was clearly equal, if not better than the other two quarterbacks. But there's, so there's sorry, no I'm like, after week four, I'm sitting there going, we're a quarter of the way through this thing. It ain't working. We're kind of seven games in if you count the preseason. So that's just where I feel from it. Another point here from, uh, from Ali too says, you know, Marcus, uh, I, I, they, I think they wanted 17 and 0. That's, that's crazy, man. You, well, I wanted, got, I wanted, I wanted at least nine and eight. And I think nine but and right eight now, like Christmas right now, Ali, you can't tell me that this offense is giving you confidence to go and win the next game or the next six games. I'm sorry. You can't because scoring 14 points does not cut it. And we're going off right now. Over the last three games, they have done nothing. And when I say nothing, they're not committing the offense. They're not in flow. They're not running the ball when they should be. It's been boring to watch. And I think you should be putting in the picket because the offensive line is doing their job. Trubisky can't read certain routes. Trubisky is rolling out of the pocket when he doesn't need to. And he's getting, he's getting himself in a lot of trouble and he's not winning games. And, and the whole thing, is not losing games either. It's a cop-out, man. It's... It's honestly the, some of the most boring football I've watched in, in 20 years. And it starts with Trubisky. It starts with also... Matt I don't Cunham mind if it, it was boring. I don't mind if it was boring, right? No, it's boring, And they man. dominated time of possession. <laughs> but when, I, when yeah. I say they haven't had time of possession this season, like, and, and I'll have to pull it up while we're talking, but they literally are not just like 30 seconds or like a minute behind. There are games where they've got like 24 minutes as you said, like uh, as you said that I'd said earlier in the week, 24 minutes, two extra drives and with a defense that's missing its best player. Like that's not winning. You're not like if if you want to sit there and like, it's the quarter, the philosophy is throw, maybe try and throw a couple of touchdowns, uh, you know, but don't throw interceptions. Don't, don't create turnovers. 
you're gonna have to hold. You're gonna have to dominate time possession to win They're, games like I that. I just looked it up. They're thirty second in the league. Thirty second in the league. Mm. Twenty four minutes and fifteen seconds. It's not good enough. So the whole notion of like, what do you expect? Seventeen and zero? No, I expected. I expected a competent offense, and it's not competent. They are the worst in the league at time possession. You can't score points after that. Therefore, they're in big trouble. The average drive so they, is two minutes fifteen. It's ridiculous, minutes, man. 15. If they go and if they go and if they lose this game. They need some change, and it does come from the top of being Mike Tomlin and Canada, and of course, uh, uh, Trubisky being captain, right? It's just this whole notion is just frustrating of like, I think you need a spark. The team needs a spark. The defense can't be out there for 36 minutes and over what they're averaging, what, 80 plays a game? And so I'll be right, but she'll be fine. It's not. This is the moment where in Australia, she won't be right. She won't be right. And I'm never like this. You've known me for two years now, Matty. I'm never like this. The offense is boring. They've got to change something. Well, you tell, look, think about this. Where would we be if people like Minka Fitzpatrick get injured or we Alex Highsmith is not actually a decent pass rusher, which he's turning out to like, really be? Um, where, where would we be right now? Where would we be without a blocked a blocked kick? We'd be zero and three. Oh, wait, the, the team, in my opinion, should be zero and three because the Bengals stuffed it up. Like, really, they, they should have won. They should be, uh, what are they, two and two now? They should be three and one. Um, in, in, in all respects, because we, we snuck away with one there. And look, I, I get it. The offense is trying to get back together. You know, we'll, 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 get, him ne- we'll get him next week mentality. I, I hear it, but I, I can't. And nothing to me has really changed for the last two years, that, that mentality. We'll get him next week. You'll be right, mate. Uh, you're not learning anything. Nothing's really changing. The offense doesn't, it was same plays. Like I said to you before, a few weeks ago, you don't see any, any different routes, that, uh, route concepts. You don't see Trubisky stepping up into the pocket and finding Muth. They they didn't find move till four you know to the fourth quarter. Um, I want to see him run the ball. But with see, Jared I don't Warren. understand that. I, I I know we talked about it last week, but it, that that's what also frustrates me. What was the stat that they had about like in that Canada? They've have had one first quarter touchdown since the Lions game last year. Yeah, right? in the, or like first quarter. Yeah, first quarter touchdown. You scheme all week, and you can't you you can't even get like a touchdown every couple of games in the first quarter. You scheme all week and you wait till the fourth quarter to throw it to Muth on consecutive plays. The defense just doesn't only start, doesn't just start leaving him open like all the time. Now, yes, there were actually two plays where he was open, but like, I, I, this is what also was frustrating. It's like what you said, Mark, this is what's frustrating last year with Ben. We were relying on these, all these fourth quarter comebacks when they ripped up the play, ripped it up and he started drawing plays in the dirt, you know, so to speak. And so this is why, like people are like, oh, maybe Kenny doesn't know the playbook. Kenny doesn't need to know the full playbook. Playbook. Kenny knows needs to know packages of plays. That's how it works with rookie quarterbacks. Well, how it works in college. Who was who was more exciting in the in the preseason and in, in, in uh, more of a competitor in the preseason out of the, out of all the quarterbacks? Who was the most exciting to watch and and move the football? Pickett. You know the best Kenny. throw. The, the best apart from Mason's one. To- to Pickens and Mason, you know, I'm not saying turn to Mason. So pop, push that to one side. The other best throw was the throw that he threw a touchdown to Deontay Johnson against the Jaguars. And it was called back for the holding penalty. I can't remember. I think it was Dan Moore had the holding penalty, but he faced significant pressure in the pocket. And he, he absolutely waited the last minute and he threw a dime down the middle of the field into the end zone. It was like a 35 yard pass or whatever for a TD. And he played the whistle, which I really, I always love in sport when someone like plays to that, you know, plays to the refs, refs whistle, the umpires whistle. But like the poise that he showed with that ball, perfect. 
Perfect. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather see Kenny in there, you know, get quote-unquote killed, which I don't think he will. The offensive won't, won't do it. Did so. Trevor Lawrence get killed last year? He didn't. He got a few, he got a few sacks and interceptions, but now he's playing pretty good. He, he lit up the uh, the charges. But remember, I told I, you last week. I told you last week he was going to light up the charges. Remember that? Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, too, I think you go with a young guy in this situation. If I think he's ready enough, and that maybe they're trying to get him a bit more ready and trying to have a bit more faith in Trubisky. But right now, the, the stats tell you what, and you're watching the game tells you that the offense is stale. It needs change. Last year, I just looked it up in 2021, they were averaging 29 minutes minutes offense. They're five minutes below that. At 24, how can, and they're not scoring points. So uh, this is a game where, you know, if we do look to the Jets a little bit, if they take control of possession, start running the football, and the defense out there too long, then we will be behind. And why can't the Jets defense suddenly muscle up and, and outperform and, and take on Trubisky? Because no one, no one's scared of, of Trubisky. No, oh, but no. I, and this, is, this is what I said, like, about playing to win. With great quarterbacks... I don't care if they throw multiple interceptions, but as long as the touchdown ratio outweighs that and they win football games, that's all that counts. But we are sitting here going, we don't want to throw an interception. So, you know, we'll just, we'll just like live in our fears and look at what it's doing to this team. Like my question is, what if it's 21 to six at halftime? (laughs) And the Steelers, and this, no, I'm, I'm serious, right? 21 to oh, 6. No, I know you're serious. And like, we've had two field goals, and the Steelers are doing nothing on offense. They've had the ball not even 12 minutes of the of the first half. And we're down 21 to 6. What a Steelers fan. We're going to sit there and we're going to be like, cool, Mitch is going to win us this game. I haven't thought once. I haven't thought one time that I thought in the last 12 quarters that he's going to go in and. In, in, get a chance to go down and win three points, right? You know, and, and the great one here, the great 103 says, um, for what it's worth, offensive personnel is probably better. And I agree 100%. And the, the offensive scheme is the exact same or worse, <laughs> right? That's emoji. This profile picture. That's, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the exact same or kind of worse. And we all saw it with the the the, the stuff where you'd see the screens and the, and the screen to Najee on third and 10. And you're like, what are you doing? Why aren't you advancing the football down? down the field. You know, our motto for Australia is, is an advanced Australia affair, go forward. And they're not doing that. You know, that I've just never seen it, man. I'm just so frustrated. Like I'm not, I'm excited to be a steel fan. I always will be a steel fan, but right now that the, the growing pains of this offense the growing pains of this team and accepting, accepting. But how is it growing pains? It's not even growing pains. There's growing and, pains around the offense <laughs> about like wide receivers in the O-line and the running backs, uh, but there's no growing. This regression, man. Trubisky's not even doing what he's done before. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know we talk a lot about the quarterback, but it, it's hard because it has such a complementary football. You and I have talked about this a lot over the last couple of years and we've done this podcast. Complementary football is absolutely fundamental to having double-digit win seasons and, like, going somewhere in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um... He's black and gold. Remember that packet of veggie, mate. Um, just throwing out there for the live chat. But um, yeah, like they they the complementary football is so important. Uh, getting back to that, and so Trubisky holds a certain amount of responsibility for that complementary football because it's putting the defense under pressure. It's like you said, Mark. Thirty six minutes. How are we going to go thirty six minutes when we've got like you know 
We all talk about rumors all on Devin Bush in the offseason. Devin Bush is playing well. There are some people that don't yeah, know, yeah, just no, won't, no, won't say that he's playing well. But look at the pressure that puts the, the middle inside linebackers on. Look at the pressure it puts. You know, everyone's set, like the corner, the cornerback unit. There are a couple of new guys in that cornerback room that are, and they're not playing too badly, really, considering how much that they've got they're actually having to play. Like we had no um, Kazee, and I know that like Casey was someone that they were looking at bringing into this defense, uh, you know, to, to play three safeties. With like Norwood continues to contribute. The guy's a seventh round draft pick. Like there is one glaring issue here, and it's the that it's the cap it's the captain of the ship, so to speak, on offense. And, and it should and I, be though. you can't look past it, man. No, it definitely should be too, because it, this this whole league has now changed too, right? The league is now a quarterback-driven league with all the guys like Josh Allen, Mahomes, all those dudes, man. And we have a guy that is Trubisky, and he's not confident in the locker room. I, I see in, in his speech, in his presence, he's not confident in the team. Um, we just brought him in and said, oh, go and be our quarterback number one, right? I would rather the team get around Kenny Pickett and see what can happen because you drafted the guy rather than you went and get all oh, you just But you the, can't the, do the that. Agent. Like, I know they're promised, the, if they're promised the games, I understand that argument about, like, veteran leadership. They shouldn't have done that though. Yeah, that's you know crazy. What? I would have rather. Too. I would have rather. I would have rather they didn't promise anything and you compete for the job and that mentality because that's the same mentality about how they give out the contracts. You know where other teams do like a heap of guaranteed money for the whole like the whole contract. The what what did you hear, Manny? Did Did you hear it's like it's meant to be him six games or something? And that's that. Therefore, there was no quarterback competition. Correct. Is that right? That, that to me is crazy. I think it is crazy. You've got to compete. No wonder it's what it is out there. Yeah, exactly. And what, what, sorry, I also don't understand, right? So we go up against the Jets and then they play Buffalo. Let's, let's assume they lose that. Then let's say they lose in a nail biter at Tampa Bay. Well, but Mish plays really, really well. Is that enough? If it, let's, as I say, I'm assuming let's, I'm playing off the siren at six games. What? Then he's played so well that maybe you should start against Miami. But hang on, the Steelers are like one and five or two and four. No, like you, you've got to you've got to compete. You've got to compete to play on this team. I, uh, it 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 irks me because if that's if that's what they promised him, if they promised him more than six games and eight games, they shouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett. Right? Is, is that? I know that sounds I, ridiculous, but they shouldn't have. They're better to get an O lineman, <clears throat> and then in next year's draft, go again. But right now, I would have rather them not sign, sign Trubisky, see mm. what they got in the draft. And then if they had a bad season because they didn't have a good quarterback and all they played Mason there, fine. Then we get a high draft pick next year. We go get a franchise quarterback. But this one, this sort of, oh, we're going to try this and we're going to do this and we're going to commit to this, but it's only a half ass commitment. But no wonder. No wonder it's one in three. But is, is that the case though? You know, this idea, I have heard this idea that uh, Trubisky has uh, in his contract where he has to play a certain amount of games. Where did you hear that from? Is that is that more of a rumor or is that actual uh, becoming a fact? So I've heard it on a couple of different shows. I heard it on um, one of the Cowherd shows. I heard it on Pat McAfee's show as well. Um, but th- this is speculation. It's still speculation, but it's interesting how many people are starting to corroborate this story. That doesn't mean it's correct. Um, that's what I'm saying, right? The more we talk about it, is it, is it the actual fact or is it because we're just putting a uh, notion into it? Well, I hope it, I hope it's not a fact. 
Because if it if it's a fact, let's say it is a fact, right? That that they haven't they made him six games, seven games into the contract where you have to, you know, we will make sure you get the six games. Then therefore the quarterback competition was never real. And that I don't like that. Like, what's the point in then having even even playing Pickett or Mason out there, right? I'd be pretty dirty if I was if I was like exactly Brian Brown. You could have started yeah. Mason. So- don't we look like a lot? Not, not me, but I'm, I'm a but they said also, They said that Kenny Pickett, do you go back after the draft? They said that Kenny Pickett was their guy all along, right? And Colbert said, we were really surprised that he was here at 20. They're not stupid. They like the way the draft, those draft systems and boards work. Yes, occasionally they, they, there are shock picks at, at times in the first round. But when they started seeing all those flurry of trades and the team's trading for them, they knew it was highly unlikely people were going quarterback, right? Including the Saints, right? Because the Saints have a good enough team that they need. They want a couple of pieces, and if it doesn't work, then they do stink. They'll go get one of the great quarterback, one of the supposedly better quarterbacks in next year's draft. They, the Saints were the only ones I was really thinking. Once you got outside the top ten, I thought Carolina might go there, but really that the picket would be available. But as I said, Colbert said they were they were open to drafting up to go grab him. I think the Texans were at 12 or something like that. I think that's where they were they were open to. I think he mentioned, he alluded to that. So they clearly wanted Pickett if they could get him. Now I get going and getting the best quarterback that's on offer in free agency. Like I said, I've complimented that strategy the whole offseason. But if you, I've complimented that on the understanding that it's a competition for a spot. If you promise games, it's exactly as Brian Brown said, we could have avoided that. Because clearly they were going to trade up to get, they, they were willing to give a certain amount of draft capital. Capital, And I'm sure they are willing to give more draft capital capital for Kenny Pickett at the quarterback position than they were for Devin Bush. Yeah. I, I got a question here too, and this is, this is a big one. I think I, I want to get your thoughts on this because I'll tell So the question is uh, from DJ2 uh, says, do we fire Tomlin? No. Now, first of all, I do like how it's not, not just fire Tomlin uh, with an exclamation point. It's fire Tomlin question mark. Now, I'm in the camp of, I don't think you fired Tomlin. However, there is a lot of pressure on uh, Tomlin right now. And I will say this on record, right? Here, here's it, here it is. If they go out there and lose the next five games, go one and seven or whatever it is before the bye, one and six, then of course, the fire Tomlin crowd will come out crazy, right? But the same fire Tomlin crowd should also, if, if right, they should give respect to Tomlin if he goes out this and we win four and three. If we escape this and go four and three in the bye, should there not be more respect given to Tomlin as well? Because sometimes I feel like the fire Tomlin crowd only goes one way. It's it's when they're losing. Well, I don't think you happy. can fire. Come on, like I think we've all got to dial it back a, a notch or two here in the coaching in the in the Tomlin part of the coaching situation. If Tomlin loses this season, it will be the first time he's had a season under five hundred. Right? Sorry, you know, if he lose, if they lose more games, right, then they win. That's the first time you're going to fire a coach for that. Like there are some teams in this league, do you know how the Lions would kill to have the Steelers records of, of, you know, across the last couple of seasons, right? Teams like that, the Falcons, all those sorts of guys. And teams that go two and 15 in the new, you know, with now 17 games or like, you know, four and 13, they're bad for a consecutive number of years. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want that, right? And there are changes that happen and people want out and there's like people, there's certain things that are jumped to a conclusion for. We don't want that. Like, it's as Jeffrey Benedict talks about. Art Rooney II is no Dan Rooney. Like, you, you can't afford 
to keep doing that. But you've got to get better. And and this is the thing is like, I don't see a path to six plus wins right now based on what's in front of me. Like, and I'm sorry, yeah, it's 25% yeah. of the, it's 25% of the season will be through after this week. We've seen the preseason. Every game counts. And it's, as you said, Mark, the stretch that they've got, I mean, put the bye week aside. This is what they've got. Jets, Bills, Buccaneers, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals. Bengals are going to come back. Then they've got the Colts, who could be anything. The Falcons, I mean, you know, that, that most people probably say that's an easy game, but that means it's the Steelers, it's a trap game. And, they go, and then they've got the stretch where they play the Ravens um, twice and the Browns twice. Like, right, at least they don't have to travel to go play the Raiders. Um, who are looking like they're capitulating anyway. But they've got a crucial part of the season. And even still, right, even still, if they're not competitive in these next five games before the bye and the first, let's say, three after the bye, then it doesn't matter if they win those last games because even if they manage to scrape into the playoffs, they're going to be bundled out week one anyway. And that's the thing that I'm sitting there going, 25% of the week, it's uh, it's part of the season through. It's not like we're playing decent and there's room for improvement that's going to put us into winning contention this is we're struggling to even win a game no there's little little hope of the playoffs with the record right now and even if it gets better what are you going to do because we don't you don't go out to play football to have a 500 season you go out to play football to win the super bowl I was going to say, what's their mentality? Is their mentality to go out there and like, are they thinking Super Bowl right now? Because obviously they they mustn't be. You know, are they thinking about just getting through the next week? Like, what's their mentality from the Steelers side and the players? Um, do they want? Do they want this? Like, do, do the players want this? I don't feel. I don't feel like they do. I, I don't know. I feel like they're just missing a few things um, in the offense, and of course, missing TJ hurts a lot for defense. But I feel like it feels like on offense they're missing a few things, and Trubisky's got like got his new team, and we've got to remember he sat last year. Like he's not not that, that's the crazy thing. He sat as a backup quarterback, and now he's going to be a starter. So there's so many different questions that you can ask uh, ask anything. But to me, but the mentality. Also, I, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say that I think about the quarterback position, and then I want to go back to that mentality thing because I love your takes on mentality and culture. Kenny Pickett. The other thing people need to keep in mind is Kenny Pickett is not a 21 year old rookie. Kenny Pickett is a 24 year old rookie. Kenny Pickett is someone that's experienced. Kenny Pickett is not like some small bloke. Kenny Pickett is six foot three and like 225 pounds plus. It, yeah, he, he can play in this league. Anyway, I want to go, yeah, go back to mentality because I love when you well, talk I'm about just, mentality. I'm just saying like I, I go around the locker room and, and just the last last few years, maybe it is because it is 2022 and I'm getting older and I've just what I miss is the old days of like the 04, 08, you know, Steelers where they were all bought in. They all had like a group chat, you know what I'm saying? They all had, they all had this brother mentality. And I just don't see that with our Steelers. I, I I don't see any true leader on the offense besides maybe Najee Harris, but he's going into his second year, and they're not not feeding him enough. I don't see there's a there's a positive mentality of like, you know, go out there and 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 to win a championship. Like the Bills, the Bills, the Chiefs, they've all got that. They've all got that mentality of like the, the Eagles this year, right? Miami until until Tua went down, they've all got that mentality to to grab it by the throat and 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 go for the juggler and win. We haven't got that in the Steelers because you can't see that on the offense. I, I think it's just really changed the culture of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Way. And we don't even know. And the thing is, we don't even know for the defense because the defense is having to sweat it out there. Like, 36 minutes a game. That's now, a the, look, the, the, the one blessing in disguise that will help 
once we have the bye is that we've played, what was it, like three games in the space of like, is it 16 uh, days or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Right, three games, three games in 11 days. Three games in 11 days. Right? So that that also is a, is a big deal to have to do that. At least they don't have to do that now. But this is where, you know, it's quite funny. You know, Mark, we always complain the last couple of years about like the buys too early. We want a later buy. This year is a year we could have done with an early buy, right? Because we had the, the one. Well, I think this. Games. I think this last week's been a little, little bit of a buy for these guys too to get around it, right? And I've got a, I've got a point here from uh, Alfred. Says, okay, fellas, fair point. But can you honestly say that any other coach who is average above average um, could rep, rep, replicate Tomlin's success with a Hall of Fame quarterback? I'm not too sure. I'm not. Look, I'm not. <laughs> guys, I'm a Tomlin supporter. Let me put that out there. I, I, I support Tomlin 100%. I'm just saying that this team is missing something right now. And if that is to, to change coordinators in the offseason, for sure, that, that is to change quarterback, that is to change an offensive scheme, something is missing. I'm with sorry. This team. Like, Joe, like a guy like a Joe Brady is not going to, or Joe Judge or whoever it was, like, is not going to. Who's Joe um, Brady? Is that Tom Brady's cousin? <laughs> I'm in Joe Judge. Um, <laughs> Um, Ben McAdoo, those sorts of guys. I don't think they're going to, they wouldn't have, no. You know, Tomlin, Tomlin, you know, there's a lot of games, like, you know, remember the Super Bowls? Yeah, Ben got them to Super Bowls, but, you know, the defense, the defense won those Super Bowls too. Like, you know. But Jeremiah Yoda says it, like, he's completely right. Like, the Steelers' defense has to get off the field on third down. Let's go beat the Jets this Sunday. But the Steelers... Defense can't be out there for longer than the offense week in, week out. And I suspect this is what happens. People are tired. Like, and they don't have the depth there because they've been trying to invest in, you know, wide receivers and drafting mid-round O-linemen. It's just not. Yeah, I'm right. Joe Brady is the coach. Yeah, I knew he was a coach. I knew he was a coach. But anyway, he wasn't the guy I was meant to be referring to. So thank you. Thank I didn't you, know who Joe Brady was. It should, like, be, it should be Tom Brady coaching. He's, I can't believe I can't believe Tom's still playing. Can you believe Tom's still playing? We're going to have to diverse him. Uh, CND, we're not talking about two games. We're talking about three games. So it's like... The other thing too is, this is this is Mitch. This is what his career's looked like today. Yeah, I, I think I think in a, in a big nutshell, you need a change and the change isn't happening and the offense is stale. So... But you know, pushing to the Jets game, I, like I, prove me wrong, Mitch. Go out there if you're watching the podcast. Make sure you hit that sub and you, you follow all the other other guys on. Uh, well, I really like well. him too. I want him yeah, to just be go successful. and do something. Go and throw the football down the field. Like, why are you targeting? Go and target Muth. He, he should be number one guy, in my opinion. Get Muth on the on the on the linebackers. If you can't find anyone, find Muth. That's that's what I would do. Use him like a Heath Miller. But they can go out there and beat the Jets. I just want to see them move the possess the ball and move the ball down the field to get seven and and all you know. 21 points plus, but what we've seen the last three games on average, and they're not doing that. So it's going to be a frustrating game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. But also, I've like, actually, yeah. Well, I've got them winning 16, 16 10. I've got them. The Jets or the Steelers? Steelers. I, I think they can win. Oh, but Steelers like, it's going to be this team to 10 points. No way. It's going to be scrappy. But also, I'm sitting there like Dante Johnson last week was like, he was not good last week. I thought, you know what? I thought he played okay, but then he did some big drops near the end. He was getting open to a certain in the first half. He was playing yeah. okay, and then then near the second half, he started to make the drops. But I thought he was. Oh, you know uh, what though? You know, remember when I said before he signed that deal? Remember I said he's worth a certain amount of money, but he's not worth the twenty million a year. Remember I said he's worth like mm. the thirteen to fifteen. He plays like that. 
and that's that's what happens in those games because a 20 million a year like right. top wide receiver in this he's, league he's, he's, doesn't do that week in week out and his body language was bad like here's a question for you how, how do the Steelers win this game how do they how do they they they, they improve the two and two Who's got to step up in this game? Like, I, I think this is a do or die situation for the whole season. I know it sounds crazy, but if they don't win this game, they're one and three and they have a really tough, tough gauntlet to go through. Who wins the game for the Steelers? It's hard. Like, I don't know. If Najee's healthy, I would go, this is just Najee and it's short passing as well. It's working in. I think it's Claypool. Like, because I don't think that Trubisky has got the same um, relationship that it sounds like Pickett has from training camp in the preseason. Um, so tr- I like, I would, I would love to say Pickens is also, that's a lot to put on a rookie, but I think Claypool is making some pretty decent like catches. He's, he's making some important catches as well. I think he's got to show up to take the pressure off um, Deontay Johnson, because the thing for me is the jets have guys like Garrett Wilson and you know, the jets have guys like, um, is Elijah Moore. The Jets have two, like I say, really good running backs. What if they turn it on? What if Zach Wilson comes back and turns it on? Now that's a big if. It's a big if. But if he comes back and turns it on, how is this how is this team going to put up 30 points? They're going to have to rely on those guys. And so I think Claypool to me is really important for Trubisky. Because like I know we all want to run the ball more. I want to run the ball more. That the offensive line is still more set up for pass pro at this time, or they're certainly a lot more cohesive on pass pro. <laughs> you see that one? Uh, Alfred says he was, D- DJ was surprised. He th- we threw him the ball deep, just dropped it. He's like, oh no, oh man. You know? I know we I know, I know we talk a little negative about this team today, but I, I really, look, I support my team through the thick and thin and 100%. But this would probably for me and maybe yourself too, Matty, the really thin times, or this is a different time without Big Ben. And we never had a losing season. I don't think I've ever watched a team since oh, I think maybe 2002, I started watching when they were, I think they lost six and something. But the I majority don't, of my time, I've always seen no. them play to win and play to playoffs. And this this year so far, it's like, oh, do we even have a chance? But if we're gonna, but if this team is not good enough, right? He's obviously not playing this week. But at some point, I just say you bring him Pickett and get him used to the NFL, get him bonding with the wide receivers. Like Claypool's got another year on the contract. Giante's gonna be around for a while. Pickens is there. Freeman's got another two years. I don't understand why you wouldn't, why you wouldn't want to go and do that. Like, I, I, Trubisky's obviously not going to be a franchise-winning quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, why don't we look to the guy that we drafted in the first round? Because, as I said earlier, we should if 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 he's not the guy that you can bring in in the first half of the season. Right, and it's not that he's not ready. I say, if he was twenty or twenty-one or twenty-two, and you feel he's not ready, fine. But the guy can understand a playbook. Everyone talks about how cerebral he is, and you know he's a winner and he gets it and all the rest of it, and he's very mature. But otherwise, we should have drafted no lineman, or we should have drafted a linebacker like Devin Lloyd. How much should I talk about Devin Lloyd in the in the lead up to the draft? He's killing it. He's a top three mm-hmm. linebacker in this league. Imagine that on this defense with Miles Jack. Cool. They're going to be out there for 36 yeah. minutes. You know? like, this is what I mean. It's it's it's, it's not that I'm just sitting there going, Trubisky uh. sucks. It's like all the things that surround this and the way this affects the team's ability. And I've never, until someone proves me otherwise, this possession piece, three years in a row, or 
like, sorry, if you look at the cumulative total over the last three years, the Steelers have dominated possession 23 times, which is not even 50%, right? 19, 3, and 1. That's 20, 20, 20 games you haven't lost. And if, mm. you, if Freemuth doesn't fumble it, you know, it is, it's it's 20 games that you've won when you dominate time possession. And there are teams that we go walk around this league and we go, oh, that team sucks. And the Steelers have got the ball for 25 minutes in that game. Like, how do you do that? How many uh, how many touchdowns do you think Trubisky throws this week? Do you think he bounces back? Because the, you know, the Jets are averaging uh, two touchdowns per uh, via the air every game. Do you know that? Two touchdowns per game they're averaging in the air. So how many does he throw? Zero? <laughs> Zero? Is this... Okay, this is the last... Hey, has game. he only thrown two, two in the air on the season? He's thrown two, but the Jets' defense, Jets' secondary, I looked it up, are averaging two touchdowns in the air per game. Like, yeah, defense. But I'm talking round. about, like... No, no, but you said Mitch Trubisky. He's thrown two on the season. So he's not averaging yeah, two yeah. per game. He's literally thrown two on the season. Yeah, I know, but the he's Jets' not- the jet, the Jets defense is, is allowing two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, so so be, how many does he throw? Two, two is exactly the ceiling. Like, there's no more yeah. than two. So um, prove me wrong. You know what? Like, mate, yeah, me too. What? I would love to come on on <laughs> next week, and I'd love to sit there in war room and go, "I'm an I'm an f wit. I don't know what I'm talking about." Mitch Trubisky throws five TDs and goes for 300 yards. But that's the other thing too. The like, and obviously, if you're not winning time possession, your yardage is going to be lower. The, the guy's average yards per game are 189 yards. That's not even 200. Bad. We talked about this last week, the average of five and a half, like less than Nick Chubb running the ball, man. Like it, He's the worst in the league. Five and a half is the worst. And that that's, um, uh, might be the, the worst ever. Like, it's just... It's, yes. It's stale. Uh, Alfred. Yeah, so Alfred... Sorry. <laughs> I said yes. Alfred in a live yeah. chat brings up... Here's a question. What if the Steelers don't plan on bringing Canada back? which I don't think they do because they gave him one more year at Pains this year. Would you still want KP to play in Canada's offense only to have a new OC next year? Yes, because I want him to get used to the NFL. I want him to get used to reading NFL defenses. I want him to get used to, to having like combinations and, and get in sync with his wide receivers. I do want that. California. Is that the OC? You ever watch the OC? I love the OC, that? man. Um, who was that guy? Was it, I, was, I rewatched it three times. Was his name? Was his name Ryan? He's always in trouble, wasn't he? He's just always yeah, just a rat bag. Yeah, yeah. Just a rat bag, mate. <laughs> always so serious. Uh, man, I hope we win. I really do. Uh, what's your score? I got him sixteen ten. <laughs> JJ five two. This is the best <laughs> one I've heard all day. Trubisky needs the Gordon Ramsay treatment. You know yeah. they need it. Matt Canada needs. Yeah. You know the idiot sandwich one. Yeah. You know the, yeah. I love the idiot sandwich one. That's my favorite. Oh, I love it. Two terrible yeah, what, towers, like clap them over the ears. What's your score? What What do you think? Uh, it's different because Wilson's playing, like, which is where the Steelers' defense could like pick him off for two touchdowns. I don't. I say I wasn't able to check it this morning before we went to air. Is Minka definitely out? Uh, I think he's back. Uh, I think uh, Witherspoon's out, right. and I think Minka's back. All right, Minka's back. Yeah, with a spoon, I, I thought he'd be out. All right, if Mink is back, you can say a pick six or a couple of key turnovers from Minka. Uh, Wilson's got two or three TDs in him. I think 24-20 uh, Steelers loss. 
24-20 still is lost. Holy dooly. I want to say 27-24, but I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I don't think the Steelers have got it in them. Unless they get that, de- unless they get a defensive. If they get two defensive scores, they've got it. Jets 28, Steelers 3. That would be panic mode. <laughs> but everyone's right. 24-9, uh, DJ2, Steelers 20-13. It's, it's going to be a close game. We, we I can't pick it, but. Uh, I can't Kenny Pickett, right? Yeah. Oh, I so, could, I could, I could pick it if we had Pickett. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, we, we win. I don't know. See what happens. No, if you throw Kenny Pickett in this week, you win. He'd be more explosive. He'd be, I think you'd have more time possession, more, more, more chance to do play yeah, action. Be, oh, it's, it becomes college football at that point. It's. Mm. Yeah, Casey Wright exactly in the live chat says he's cleared protocol. League's about to change all that up 100% yeah, up. big time. Just, you know, in a lot of other sports, <laughs> it's not about how many games you miss. It's about the days you miss. I think I think Gary forgot we're doing an Australian show. He says, holy dooly, oh, who holy. says that? Are you joking, mate? That's half my that's half my vocab. I'm not from America, you know. <laughs> but Alfred, like, and Alfred says, don't forget, if we want KP to develop into Mahomes or Rogers, I don't, I don't know. I think we've got to have, you know, fair expectations on that one. But um, he could benefit from doing what they didn't see out for you. Totally. But then look at Bradshaw. Look at Manning. Like, you know, I just... Also, this team, it's about the team. It's about winning. It's like I said it earlier in the show. Do you want to win football games or do you want... Are you trying to go for 500? Because if if you're not planning, if, you're, if your objective is not to win the Super Bowl, then you may as well tank and get a high draft pick and go again. You don't play sport to <laughs> play sport to do okay. You play sport to win. Winners mentality, man. Hundred percent. You need that. You play. You got to go in there and win. That's like, what, I, play- what I love about the black and gold. Right. I, that's what I love about. <laughs> oh, just... oh. Holy dooly! Put him picket. Yeah, that's fine. But Alfred, man. you are right. Massive credit to you, Alfred. Isn't it sad? From issues about, isn't it sad that we have to start the answer by saying, say a pick six by Minka? That is exactly the point. Yeah, it is. It, it, I don't think this still, I don't think this still team can average two touchdowns a game throw on, on, you know, by, by throwing like receiving um, touchdowns with, with Trubisky. I just don't, don't think they can do it. Well, it's boring. It's a boring offense. That's why it, and the stats show that. So, and we, you know, we've beaten the drum, but we want to be wrong next week. We want to be wrong. Go out there and do something, Mitch. You're the captain. Go and lead the team. But also, even if he does that, it's like what I said about playing okay, you know, at the end of the if, the, if he has been given this six-game guarantee and playing at the end of that and going, oh, he played really well the last one, even though we lost. Let's keep going. Mm. Because the thing is, like, contextually, let's say we hadn't drafted um, Kenny Pickett. Let's say we drafted... I don't know, Carson Strong, Bailey Zappi, whoever. Right? Let's say we didn't draft any of those. Let's say we had Chris Oladokun. I would at this point be going, I think it's time for Mason. It's not just about Pickett, right? This is I this agree. is about, like, based on what's on the preseason, I'd be saying, look, you know what? I'd rather see Mason over Trubisky at this point and see what we can do and hold the ball and get the running game develop over the next few games, blah, 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 blah. But the fact you've got a round one, quarterback who knows how to win who's a good quarterback that's what i mean like that's where it's really hard to just overlook that we will see we will see what happens and i 
I want to say go the J. No, go Steelers. We'll see what happens. I, I think we, we have a chance, but it's really hard to watch right now. I'm telling you. And we've got to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Actually, Jeremiah Yoda, you bring up a good point for us to close out the show. Bradshaw had competition with Joe Gilliam and, and Ten Hanratty, right? And and Noel, Bradshaw talked about this in the interview I was in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. And and he said, like, when he got dropped for Joe Gilliam, he went to Chuck Noll and Chuck Noll said, because he's like, I want to be traded. And Chuck Noll was like, no, you're staying on this team. You will be great. And then they figured it out. So, like, fine. But this is the thing. Is Trubisky... That's the other thing that I hate about this. If Trubisky's got a guaranteed amount of games, I can't believe we're back here, but if he has, mm-hmm. he knows that he can do whatever those games, you know, fine. What happens, what happens, and then he can go compete. And I don't like that attitude. You should always have to compete. It's... <laughs> and we're going to close out the show with Gary's comment, which says, if the O-line doesn't leave holes like a broken picket fence and first-round pick picket does a flea figure, the second-round pick, Pickens, then Pickens passes it to Pickett. That would be quite an awesome pickle and hopefully won't end in a pick six. There you go. Thanks, Gary. Uh, classic, classic, <laughs> classic. Uh, but with that, that's going to wrap up this uh, week's Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky Davison, as always. Go, Steelers. Oh, how it rips me, but makes me live for tomorrow Today love rips me apart. Oh, how it rips me But love makes me live for tomorrow Today love rips me apart. Oh, how it rips me But love Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.